We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. You restore my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So Jesus said to those Jews who had believed in him, right. if you abide in my word... Okay, now there's something different now. Uh, um, in the King James says, if you continue, the Amplified now, of course, it amplifies it, makes it, it zones into it. He says, this word continue means what now? What does it say, Vera? It says what? If you abide in my word. If you abide, abide means to live in. Yeah? So it's, it's, it's more than just this notion of continuing. He says, if you abide in. If, if, this, if, you, if you jump into the vortex of this word, glory to God, you, you, you become so engulfed in this word that as this word moves, you move. Just like that. That's how freedom will manifest. See, this becomes your occupation. Somewhere in the book, I'm not sure where it is, somebody can find it for me. He says, hold fast to the profession of your faith. That it literally becomes a corral. Who you work for? My faith. I'm employed by faith. Good God Almighty, that I constantly engulf myself in this word. Now here is, I never heard it before. The only thing stopping you from living in faith is pride. I have never heard that before in my life. I just heard the Spirit say that just now. The only thing stopping you from living in faith is pride. Because living in faith don't cost you nothing but you. It don't cost you a dime to live in faith. It don't cost you nothing to keep on declaring the word over your life but your pride. This ain't working. I'm sick of this. Pride. Oh, Lord, how long I got to do this? It ain't nothing Pride. You are in the way from you walking by faith. Because <laughs> you could be mad. You don't have to leave faith to be mad. Get mad, but stay in faith. Oh, man. Get frustrated, but keep talking faith. You can keep on doing it. You don't have to leave the place of faith to go through your emotional, whatever you go through. Go through them, but skip. Yeah, that's got your emotional meltdown. <laughs> I will have whatever you say. You cry. 
and declare it. <laughs> the blessing is on me. Again, start it, the blessing is on me. Yeah, just go ahead. Come on. Get emotional. Keep your mind. Right. Again, start it, which I is. Right. <laughs> Stop doing it. So mad, but I have everything I need. You just keep on saying it. Keep on saying it. Stay in faith. It don't cost you nothing. It costs you absolutely nothing. Good God Almighty. Every word creates a wave, so every word has a rhythm. A direction and an energy. Every word has a rhythm, has a direction, and it has an energy. Whoo, glory to God. Uh, open that up or I'll just rush to something else. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on to something else. Or do I, I think y'all can follow that, right? The word would give people. So there's a, there's a pulse to the word. There's a direction to the word. And there's an energy. Listen. And I mean that. I mean energy. There's a, you get into that word, there's an excitement. There's a wheel that turns in the middle of the wheel. Glory to God. There's, when you really get into that word, that word will excite you when you're low. I'm telling you. I, this, this is not an experiment. This is not like good teaching. I'm teaching you what I'm living, man. You jump up in that word, that thing will revive you if you let it. If you let that thing, that, there's an energy. Say there's energy in the word. When you low on energy, get in that word. I'm saying that because I had a little low energy moment for the last 48 hours. No, I don't just simply I got in the word. Like I don't when I say low energy, I mean low physical energy. And you know what it is when you get physically when you when you get low on physical energy, then you just get low on mental energy. They usually go hand in hand. Talk to me. Yeah, so I was low on physical energy, then I got low on mental energy. I just didn't feel like thinking. So that means I didn't feel like talking. So that means I didn't want to answer nobody's call. Don't need to extend this further? Oh, yeah, because this is there's a whole lot of things I just didn't know. I just wasn't Were you mad? No, I was just low energy and it wasn't on. I, come on, y'all ever been there before? It's just me. Yeah. I wasn't sad. It was low energy. That's, 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 that's where I wanted to be. Yeah. Don't say nothing to me. How I got out of that? Word. Start getting that word, getting the energy from the word. There's an energy in that word. Um, okay, so, oh, so listen, I have a question here. So how do we catch the rhythm? That's good. How do we catch this rhythm of the word? Um, I have four things here. The first one is prayer. Prayer. You lose your prayer life, you lose the rhythm of what God is doing. 
You're in a cast rhythm if you want to pray. And listen to me. I'm going to say, listen to me, boys. But sometimes, catching the rhythm through prayer is literally right there. Free yourself from the pressure to talk. Some of y'all is messing up your prayer when you open your mouth. You had a good thing going with God, and you had to file that thing up by opening your mouth. Go ahead. That was insulting? No, you was fine. This, this is real talk here. Some of my best prayers is when I shut up. Now, of course, your church teaching on prayer, well, die, well, die praying, of course it is. Prayer is encountering God. When we taught you, we re-educated that. We, 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 we relearned that. Prayer is encountering God. We were taught prayer is talking to God. No, prayer is encountering God, experiencing God, releasing, yielding to him. When you get in that moment of prayer, my God, and then you start talking and you don't even know what you're talking about because you're not talking what you wanted to talk. Well, I began so mad now. I have, you know, we have, I can tell you, uh, me and Robin, a little prayer routine. I just get mad now because I really, when I, we started this new routine of prayer, and it, I really like it because it was doing like, well, it's five, seven minutes now, and I was loving that. Five, seven minutes. And I, you know, and I start releasing more. Then it gone to 15. I said, come on, man. Now, this is, come on. This past weekend, it was 48 minutes. I said, Lord, come on, man. And I, you know, you know when you're like, you ain't finished, but you stop? I was like, okay, okay, man. In Jesus' name, amen. Because <laughs> it was just, it's just going and going. That's how encountering God is. You never stop. You never end. You got to leave. And then I walk in from my little prayer. I got a little prayer spot. I walk from there. I'm walking away. Then walking in the chair in the room. I'm like, God, I really need to go to bed. It's 2 o'clock. And this, you know, don't get tell, this, this is my Saturday night. This is in Sunday morning. Like, God, I, I got church in the morning. You know? Like he didn't know, you know? And then you lay down. Finally, finally you go to sleep. And then he gives you something else, another point for the preaching. And you're mad because you write the next point down, and you don't get another the points you write down anyway. And <laughs> but that encountering God is really releasing yourself to him. That's how you find that rhythm. You release yourself to God, and you find that rhythm. Free yourself from the pressure of talking. Good God Almighty. All right. Uh, Lord, everything around me going there. Now, the, 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 I'm almost there for truth. We're almost there. The next thing is study. Say study. study. I don't want to say read, study. Get in that Bible. I was talking to one of, uh, one of the members this week, and, and they was asking me about my, uh, we was talking about my whole Bible reading thing, the Bible reading plan that we have going on. I hope you all still reading. Um, and they, they were, we were sharing about it, and I said to them, that I don't, I don't say I can get something from this verse or this verse. The verse tells me. Like the scripture tells me, stop right there. And when you expect that, it will happen for every one of you. You'll be reading and a verse will say, hey, right here. Park right here. 
but you gotta, you gotta be willing to put the time in. Um, like a crazy verse got me in, I think that's Monday's reading. Monday, John 7? Yeah? I think it's John 7, yeah. Like John 7 and 17. That thing just jumped out at me and said, hey! And I, I just paused there and God started talking to me. So, so your study, and that puts you in rhythm. You're, you're getting this? All right? So, so when, you, when you read your Bible, you study is where you, again, there's something like that, when releasing in prayer, you release yourself in reading so that God will direct you. And once he zones you in, then you start eating that. You know what I heard the other day? I know. This is so crazy. When you start studying, I, the other day I heard, uh, I shouldn't get this to you all night. I should save this. Remember what the Bible says that you cannot serve two masters? Um, you either hate one, love the other, love one, hate the other. Um, and he says, so you can't serve God and mammon or the spirit of money, the spirit of wealth, the spirit of riches. You can't serve God in that. So <laughs> he says that you either can be serving God or you can be serving riches. That's the two things you can be serving. The desire to have more money or serving God. That's the only two options. That's what the text says. And it's Jesus talking. Guess where he sent me? Let me say studying this dude. Guess where he sent me? Say where? Isaiah 54 and 17. Now, how do you find that from there? What, this would be so opportune. Why should you get this? Put it up there. I know that I in the notes, right? I should show them how to study things. There? Read it from a place. Shall prosper. And every tongue that see, we stop right there. No weapon, no weapon, Woo! no weapon. Fred Hammond, no weapon. <laughs> we stop right there. Powerful. Read, read it. Read it. Everybody ready? Read. No weapon. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. He says the reason so much weapons prospering in your life is because you're still serving money. The heritage of the servants of the Lord, he says you're either serving God or you're serving money. So if weapons prospering, that means you ain't serving God. You will see it. The heritage of servants of the Lord is the weapons will not prosper. If the weapons are prospering, you ain't serving God. That means you're serving money. Coming to a teaching there, you real soon. Number three, how do you get the rhythm? Meditation. Oh, man, out of time. Meditation. And number four, impartation. It's so important. Catching the rhythm, impartation. Let me say what this, this is. I wanted to get to this one. I, I'll end here. I told you I probably was going to get the mark for. Um, I want to end here. Impartation, uh, this is connecting with someone that's walking in it. Impartation is different from preaching. I try not to bring no one in this church to preach who cannot release impartation. In other words, if I bring somebody here to preach, I want to know that they're walking in what they're about to release. Because you cannot impart what you're not walking in. Ministers of life 
your, the, the ultimate goal for you as ministers is to be able to impart to those that you lead. That means you must begin walking in it. See, instruction is a low level. When you lead by instruction, that's a low level. If people listen to the instructions, that's cool, but that's a low level. The level we should be trying to get to is the level of impartation. Where people submit to you because they see the release that you can give them in their life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, so there is, in leadership, there's influence. Well, there's impact, there's influence. There is instruction. And then there is impartation. Many of us don't ever make it to impartation because we're not really walking in what we're telling people to do. So we upset while we're serving, so we can't impart. Only we can do is instruct. But when you are yielded to your assignment as a minister and you see your, uh, your commitment to your man of God, to the mission and the, and the vision of the ministry, and you lead from that place, now you can impart to those that you lead rather than just instruct. You just said something, Pastor. Glory to God. Say amen to that. Now, this back to impartation. So, so here it is now. I'm struggling. Um, I was struggling... Um, some years ago, I don't remember when Barry Redden was, but I, that's my marker. It was around the time of Barry Redden. I'll never forget this. Um, and I tell the story before. Dwayne said to me, he said, Denzel, what happened? I said, what do you mean? He said, you started one serious thing on faith, and you just dropped it. And if, if Barry said, I can find out when he got married, I can tell you exactly what the date was. Because I was starting to teach on faith, and I just stopped. And I said to Dwayne, when he asked me that, I said, Dwayne, and I didn't have this word here. I wish he was here. I said, Dwayne, I lost the rhythm. I had the Bible. I had the notes. But I lost the rhythm. I, I, I couldn't get in the flow. And I can't preach off notes. I have notes, but I preach from rhythm. I catch the flow of what God is saying. If I can't hear God, y'all don't want to hear me, trust me. Very disjointed, very... Y'all see how much I journey now and I say, God. <laughs> you can imagine not hearing God. I, I'll have y'all in Cat Island by listening to me. All about the place. So, so I need to be in the rhythm with God. And I said to Dwayne, when, when, when Barry came out, anyway, no? how long ago? That's, what, that's, what, that's what's happening? All right, so I, I was on this crazy faith wide, and I lost the rhythm, couldn't find it. And it was the morning of Barry Redden. I had Barry Redden that morning, and I had a funeral that afternoon. I can remember what I was wearing. Um, so I'm dressed with Barry Redden, finished the wedding. Barry and Michelle really wanted me to do the reception. So come sit, sit down at the reception. It's like a little brunch reception. And something on the inside of me said, boy, go to living waters. I said, I go in. Like the Spirit of God says, go. Go, go, go. Barry said, man, you staying? He said, no, man, Barry, I, I got to go to this thing. So I started right in the moment. And so I ran in, drove from Palm Key. From Palm Key. I drive to Warren Street to go to this thing. I didn't get no personal invitation. I saw it online. So yeah, like I was invited personally to come. I saw it online. I walk inside. 
And I see this man standing up in front of this thing. Hold on. Hold on. That's Mike Freeman. Now, I've been watching Mike Freeman now for like a year and a half, two years, because he's my kind of guy. He's crack mod, he's just crack joking, just talking, and then gave word of faith and, and just, just like blowing up financially and own malls and own properties and own, all kind of crazy, own jets and stuff like that. And, 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 and he's standing up in this little small room upstairs in Living Waters. I gotta finish the story so if you put context in there. So Dwayne had just asked me the Sunday before this Saturday. Literally the Sunday before, I said, bro, I lost rhythm. I got to find that rhythm again. I ain't got it. I walk in there. I see Mike Freeman there teaching, and I, the room is packed out. Preachers. So I get there. The little usher guy, minister says, Bishop, you can't stand to the door. I said, bro, I am good. He said, no, Bishop. They can chew my head off. I said, bro, I am good. I am late. Dr. Freeman is already up. I will stand to the door. No, Bishop. No, boy. You got to sit. He said, he say, follow me. I said, bro, this room tight. I big. I can cause a distraction. It's a small room. He says, no, come, Bishop. So he caused me to come inside, and I end up bucking one chair. He puts me to the table right in front of Dr. Freeman. Dr. Freeman says, I, I, I can't deal with this. It's too much distraction. Too much distraction. Too much. And the whole room looking at me. And I'm looking at this dude who put me down there. And I'm looking at Freeman saying, you in the Bahamas. Back that up. I don't care how much money you get. Don't, don't. No, you don't shame me. I don't take well to shame. I believe the word of God. You will not be put to shame. <laughs> so this man shaming me the whole room looking at Bishop Denzel Rowell and Mike Freeman in Barris Bishop down the road. I sat down. I took my iPad out, and that man got to teaching. And I jumped in that rhythm. That word brought alive to me. I, I could pull the notes now. I wrote more notes, and that thing started talking about impartation. I, I caught the wind of faith again. And that next Sunday, which was the following day, I was back on faith again because I got an impartation from Pastor Mike. Now watch this. The devil always will get in the way of your impartation. Because if I didn't allow my emotions and my pride to get in the way, your cousin, Apostle Gail, said, she said, Bishop, give me a ride home. She says, I will ride home with you. We got in the car together, me and, me and Apostle Gail, so I dropped in the home. She says, man of God, my respect for you has gone through the ceiling. Because she was sitting at the table. I was at. I said, why? She says, that man embarrassed you. I said, yeah. I said, but you took more notes than everybody else in the room. See, and, uh, and I didn't even notice it because it was like I needed that impartation so bad. Like, I don't care what you say to me now. I need this oil. See, when you need impartation, it ain't personal. Oh. It's, it's the same personal. I still, if I have a chance to talk to Mike one-on-one, I can say to him, bro, don't ever do that again. But it ain't personal. I needed that release from him. That I'm not, and listen to me, when it comes to impartation, don't be silly and talk about how you know this one got sweet heart and this one is teeth. And this. If they got an impartation for you, don't be fooled. Get that impartation. 
Look at y'all, some of y'all live with cloud. Because y'all got this mindset, oh, he can't preach to me. Oh, this one can't preach to me. Don't be crazy. God will cause him to come into your life and release an impartation over you to shift you. As we, and, and I'm telling you, as we step into this wind, there's a flow that comes with the wind. Where you ain't got to work for it. God will, I was saying this without impartation. Now I can say this strong. God will put you on someone's mind. God, good God Almighty, He will put you on someone's mind. When they type it to me by text, said they needed to see me, I thought it was a mistype. That's why I didn't say nothing about it. Right back on now, so I can't say it again. As they were, I, I, of course, you know, we prayed over them, released the impartation over their lives. Spoke faith into them. As I walked them out of the office, Holy Ghost said, get used. Holy Ghost said to me, get used. I'm saying to you, get ready. Touch your neighbor. We ain't saying this in code. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor. I prophesy. No, 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 no. Don't say neighbor. Get that name. No, no, we, we, no this, this, this real. This real. This real. We ain't playing with this. Call their name. There is money coming to you that you won't have to work for. I prophesy over you right now. Now celebrate God over there. Glory to God. somebody else, even if you got to get up around the room, just go ahead and call their name, find them, I prophesy over you, that there's money coming to you that you won't have to work for, no strings attached. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.